0: Hello and you're very welcome to the Women's Rugby Pod. It's semi-final week in the World Cup. My name is Johnny Hammond and we are joined, well, by the lady of the moment. Uh, She is preparing for a World Cup semi-final against Canada. She's been selected at number eight and with the captain's armband, it is a very, very, very warm welcome to Sarah Hunter. Nice, nice shiner you've got there, Sunter. Are you well outside of that?
1: Yeah, no, all good. I'm not sure how it actually happened. Um, But yeah, got got one for for the win for the quarterfinal. But yeah, no, all good. Um, Looking forward to the game at the weekend. It's uh, obviously a quick turnaround, six days to get the the body right and ready to go again. But yeah, no, um, it's been a good weekend. Yeah, just looking forward to getting the game going now.
2: What are you talking
0: about? That? That's not a quick turnaround. You used to play in the days when you had two World Cup games within four
1: days. I know, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Um, we were saying that the other day, like the, the girls that have actually done done uh, the four day turnarounds when some of the young ones were like, ah, oh, six days. We're like, can I do in four days? Um, and they're like, what? we like, yeah, we used to, the World Cup would have been over and done with by now. Um, it was like done and dusted in three and a bit weeks, something like that. So, um, so yeah, six days, is plenty of time.
0: Have you dried out?
1: Yeah, just about, although the boots were still wet until yesterday. Um, but a nice sunny day at training, um, managed to, to get them dry again. But it was just ridiculous. Like, I've never played in rain quite like it.
0: it was biblical, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: it was... It's one of those games where you think, I, I really hope people watching can understand just how bad it is. Because, you know, sometimes you watch games on TV and you you can't. And then, um, so I said, like, oh, I really hope uh, that people can see just how bad it was. And then I watched some of the like footage back and obviously saw some of the photos. And I was like, oh, wow, it's even worse than I thought what it was. Coming up on the pod later, Stacey Flewler, the smiling
0: assassin. Wonderful player in that midfield for the Blackfans. She joins us on her birthday, no less. And for the Canadian camp, we've got Emily Tatosi, tri-scoring machine, and the lady who is leading a quite exceptional campaign for Canada, Sophie de Goody, joins us again on the pod. You haven't spoken a, a huge amount because that's you. Um, but I actually would just like to... Have a little chat and I, I'm hugely, hugely appreciative, not just today, but throughout this World Cup of your time, because uh, you're a lady in demand, not only with with, uh, with people like myself, uh, but your team uh, and all the rest of it. So on the weekend, you became the uh, most capped women's rugby player of all time. England's most capped player, 138 capped. You've been to 15 Six Nations. Ten titles, five as captain, you're a World Cup winner. Have you had a moment just to reflect?
2: Um
1: yeah, yeah, after the after the game, um and after I got back um for the hotel, I, I just had sort of I guess maybe twenty minutes just to myself. Um, like everyone was doing off doing things and yeah, I just try to sort of take it all in. I I, I don't think until I've probably stopped and be able to like fully appreciate it. But yeah, I did manage to have just a moment of reflection about the whole day and just how like incredible it was, really.
0: And and in that moment, where where did your mind wander?
1: All over the place, you know, it wandered right back to um like when i first started playing it wanted to all the people that had helped me along the way um to the amazing team that i'm part of to the teams that i've like been lucky enough to to do amazing things with yeah it probably did a whole a whole uh, a whole like root of my my journey like and just thinking about all the people that had had helped me along the way and had played like, a huge part in, in making that, that day happen.
0: And again, she just continues to just batter away and, and talk about the team and what have you. Uh, not not going to let you slip uh, into that. Thank you very much. But there's been, you know, been some really lovely stuff, you know, all the squad in your T-shirts, your 138 T-shirts, a little standing ovation. I mean, if, if to get Alan Shearer, a man who's very important in your part of the world. Um, we come from to 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 say that, but not only that. To, but but to be topped by Katie Daly McLean, MBE, in a hot tub. I mean, these are special moments, right?
1: Yeah, honestly. Um, so, uh, like the 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 squad were amazing. I mean, on shirt presentation, like they did a poem in a, like Love Actually style, and which was absolutely amazing, and. I guess, that and the balloons and just being with them and getting um, the win, like, and my mum and dad being there. And that would have been... um, We got back to the hotel, like, later on and there was a cap presentation, obviously, Berna, um, with her 50th cap, such a special occasion for her. And to share that with with Berna was was really, really special. And, like, she got her cap presentation and then, um, like... all the friends and family were there to 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 have have that moment as well, and and then Jill Burns, Karen Armand, and um George, Paula George got up and and presented me with um this gold cap, and they spoke around like a bit about what red roses mean, and that again that would have topped it off. Do you know what I mean? That would have been like just the the best thing, you know, to have three legends of the game come and present you on your 138th cap would have been like like enough like more than enough and then um and then Emily Lyles um they're like oh you've got media to go and do and I was like what are you serious and they're like yeah yeah we just got like a lot going going on that we just need to do and I just thought oh brilliant well it's the end of that we've done everything like I can understand why so off she went the ultimate professional being like oh, we've got um, some messages to do for the fans out in New Zealand we've got some for back home took me off to this room I'm sat there like she's recording it like (laughs) and totally totally bought into it and then she's like all right we're done we can go in now and like you can go and chat and mingle I walked in and then everyone like friends family players staff were all in these t-shirts and I was just like oh like honestly it was just I, I just couldn't quite believe like the efforts that they'd they'd gone to I can now because they're just a brilliant bunch of girls that they they would would do something like that and um yeah I then thought was like oh you've got these t-shirts done quite quickly not thinking that they would have had it all prepped um and then they they sat me down at the front and and put these videos on and I was like Alan Shearer like that's mental like growing up in Newcastle as a kid the amount of times I've gone and watched him play and then for him to be saying my name was just uh, mind-blowing and then yeah Katie Daniel in the hot tub I was like oh maybe retirement isn't so bad after all I don't know what happened so yeah it was just like above and beyond what I could ever, ever imagine. You know, they they made the day so special. Um and, you know, having past players, past coaches, like family members, like they sporting legends, yeah. They just absolutely like knocked it out of the park. I was yeah, I thought it was all right. I thought I was gonna hold it together and then I just lost it at the end. It was just yeah, it meant it meant so much, so much to me. And I can't thank them enough for for putting it together. And they'd been plotting for a little while, apparently, been having secret meetings in poem club and practice. And um, I was oblivious to it all; had no idea it was going on. They, they, they did well. They did well, very well.
0: How lovely! How, tell us more about the the the, the poem, the actually style kind of poem. Just give us a description of that. Yeah. So,
1: um, sort of each player and this couple of staff members had a had a line each just talking about me as a person and um as a player, but it, it had a lot of humour in as well about the fact that I like can't dance and, you know, uh the fact that I Maybe always say fantastic in my in my speeches, making everyone drink. They play drinking games when I go up and have to make a speech. So yeah, it was just it just had a lovely blend of like <laughs> You know like real thoughtfulness in but with like an element of humor to it, which yeah, it was just yeah, I couldn't have asked couldn't ask for more really it was um it was very good
0: oh how brilliant how how very 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 special uh for a very special person but but the person of course who who made uh you know your hundred and thirty eight cap the best was was you yourself of course, because you had a blinder. Uh, and I know out of all the bits and pieces that would have pleased you the most that day.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's very kind of you say, but I don't know, like, I mean, I think I think the weather helped. Um, I just as soon as it started um, raining and I we went out to warm up. And I heard, um, I think, one of the Aussies sort of say, oh, this isn't really the weather for us, is it? And I was like, brilliant, this is it. Like, I was like, I love playing in the rain. Like, do you know what? Like, play some of my best games in the rain. And I I just, obviously, the occasion of it, I just wanted to go out and enjoy it. And I think when you sort of have, sort of, you've got two options when you have sort of face weather as bad as that, you can sort of, like moan about it and you can feel sorry for yourself that we're gonna have to play in that or you can really embrace it and just get fully stuck in and yeah um I just thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed um running around splashing around in the puddles and getting soaking wet like after all you've got remember I am from the northeast I probably spent most of my uh childhood playing week in week out in conditions like that
0: yeah, I mean, there's, there's there's playing in rain in the northeast, and then there's needing a wetsuit <laughs> to play the game of rugby, uh, which is what it, kind of what it was like. Look, we're, we're going to get rugby in, in a sec, but I'm still going to quite let you off the, the hook because um, you're just talking about stuff and things you've done, <laughs> and not you. Um, your consistency and quality—you've been instrumental in every part of England's success. Um, since that wobbly time in twenty fifteen or, or, or there there thereabouts, uh, your performance on the field is always been key to, to you. Um, the adulation and outpouring of not only your teammates but but people around the world um, has 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 been quite exceptional. Um, you the are you are the epitome uh, of a red rose. These are all just just quotes and things that are picked up over the, over the last few days, and I have absolutely no issue in the slightest. In saying that I had a little wet eye um when you came off and you 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 cheered. But way beyond that and way from far more important of any suffering in a rugby boot is is it, you're always there for people, centre uh, and your teammates. Um and your parents are always there for you for you, for you as well. I just wanted to wonder if you wanted to just have a moment just to just to possibly just, just off the cap to 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 mum and dad.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> I probably make them cry again. I think they both shed a tear. Like, cause the the girls made me stand up once I'd composed myself and stop crying, and um, just to say a few words. And like, genuinely, I would not be talking to you here about one hundred and thirty-eight caps if it wasn't if it wasn't for them. You know, we're talking back in the early nineties about um, like. Uh, a little girl going home and telling their parents who played rugby and that, that wasn't the norm. It wasn't the done thing. And they could have easily said, Oh, do you know what? Like rugby isn't really a sport for girls. You know, you, like, why don't you try like, why don't you keep playing netball or something more like what was seen then as uh, a girl's girl sport to go and do. Whereas my mum and, ju- and dad just accepted it. They were like, Oh, brilliant. Like something you love um and like from day one like supported me with everything you know they they came down to to Wembley to watch me in that curtain razor like probably for all of about 10 minutes but like from from day one they've been like my absolute biggest supporters um they they've washed kit they've bought kit they've taken me to training they've followed me around the world they've been there at like the absolute highs and the like the absolute lows they've they picked me up and they've like kept me going. You know, they've showed me unconditional love and support and um like they haven't just made me the, the 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 player that I am. They've they've shaped and guided me as the the person and like yeah I'm like forever grateful for having in my eyes the two best parents I could ever, ever ask for and yeah I'm just it made it made Saturday Sunday even more special that they they were out there and they'd adapt their flag to one three eight not out and yeah, they're just they're just two amazing human beings that like I love so much and have uh, supported me and will continue to support me in, in everything in everything I do as well.
0: it's 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 amazing when when, when you see them and we we saw them on the on the on the television on, on Sunday, that their pride because they realise far more than you do that you, you're a, a, a British sporting treasure um, and, you, and you're still there living it and doing it at the very highest level. And and again, that's the most important thing to you. Um, we will move on, Tonto, but just to say, um, it's been an absolute privilege in, in talking about you and, and to you over the years, um, far, far beyond the, the rugby player you are, the, the the person you are. And an example to, to every young girl, boy uh, out there, pick up a rugby ball um, and and those of my, my age and, and well beyond. Um, congratulations. You deserve absolutely everything that, that's coming your way at the moment and beyond. Um, let's get to some rugby. Yeah,
1: thanks <laughs> Johnny. Just,
0: just please. Don't want to talk about me anymore. Uh, <laughs> look, we're we'll, we'll just kind of Look back. I mean, yeah, you know, we we with kind of uh, Wednesday night here in the UK. Your Thursday morning there. So, kind of the England Canada kind of result. is It's uh, uh, the uh, England Australia result. Sorry, is kind of done. I guess conditions have, have dictated large parts of the, the game plan. Um, but let's let's spring forward to the semi final against Canada. Of course, your selection has just just dropped. Hannah Bottomsman comes in for Vicky Cornborough. Uh Claudia McDonald comes onto the wing. Uh Lydia Thompson drops out of the 23 all together. Talk us through those, which is obviously not your selection, but um your your thoughts in in on in, in why the, the, those selections have happened.
1: Um, I think first and foremost, we've got a squad of 32 players out of here, and you could you could pick any one of them to come in and do like an amazing job. So I think they're probably just looking at um how to to maybe just mix things up a little bit, you know, the, the dynamism that, that Box brings. Um like Corra's played really well throughout the tournament. So I guess just giving her a shot to to start and see what sort of different dynamic that brings. And yeah, Corra will come in, come off the, the bench and, and finish it. So you've got two extremely good, good loose heads um um for to select from. So I mean I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't like to be the coach this, this week and some of the decisions. So yeah, I'm sure it's just about mixing it up rather than because yeah, Vic, like I say, has been playing brilliantly throughout the throughout the tournament. So maybe just something different to to start with. Um and then yeah, Claude obviously had what, two really great games um on the on the wing, standout games, and then she picked up that that niggle. So she's she's now back ready to to come in. Um, I think, and it just shows you the strength and depth that someone like Lydia, who's a world-class player, doesn't make the 23, but then you, I guess you have to think of the combinations on the bench and what, what people can play and what you might need in, in the game. So I think that probably plays into, into, into that. Um, so yeah, it's just crazy to to think about the, the players that aren't even in the match day 23 and. We're so lucky to have such strength and depth a, across our, our squad, and you know whichever team selected is is going to go out and 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 face the opposition that we we've got on Saturday. So, um, so yeah, it's an exciting squad, and yeah, can't wait to sort of get it all going now.
0: I'm sure I, know, yeah, I totally, totally get Claudia. You know, wingers often likened to strikers, aren't they? They're in a rich frame of form. Uh, Claudia is certainly in that she's come back from injury outstanding in the warm games and since she's been out there niggled so she comes back in I, I, I get that the bench configuration really pleased to see really, Rosie Gallagher still back there but with the, the front row Canada yeah, do have a strong pack um, a lot of those guys would have started most of the games uh, you would i perception would be that Vicky Cormorat those those nuts and bolts are slightly tighter, maybe through experience, whatever, in, in those set piece areas, as you say, you know, Hannah Bottom is more sort of dynamic. That that really interests me that is there a sort of like a club thing that bottom has, you know, has got the best of Vinny really, men in once in a while, or is there some little thing like that going on by well, your rice right, smile I'm guessing not.
1: I don't. I. I mean, the coaches may well have had those conversations. Um, That's two
0: rows in front of you. Don't get involved, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know what goes on at the front, you know. Although I did make it one row further up on on Sunday against Australia. I had to have my stint in the second row when, so he went off. Oh yes. Um. But no, like Botts is a great scrummager. Um. She's obviously faced. Delica Menin on several occasions, as has Mick Cornborough. So yeah. I think, um, yeah, just just something different for for this game, really.
0: And what you made Canada?
1: Yeah, I mean, no surprises from me at all. Like people are saying, they're sort of the team that are, are going under the radar, but they've done exactly what I expected them to do in this tournament. You know, they're 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 a great side and. Um, I guess now that they've spent a lot more time together, that they, they they're getting they're getting better. We've got a lot of their players that play in the Premier Fifteen, so we know a, a lot about them and they're consistent players week in, week out when um, for for their club. So uh, they've got a strong a strong set piece that they've been going to, but they don't seem to to um, have it. I don't know. Thought that they're one-dimensional with the way they, they're playing, um, like we have from some people. But uh, they've got some some great great outside backs as well. Uh, so yeah, it'll it'll be really interesting to see how they they want to to play against us. that they're, they're very they're very physical. They're very athletic. Uh, so you, we know the challenge that is gonna gonna like face us. So hopefully we'll we've got the game plan to to do what we need to do to get into that final.
0: Well, let's get inside the Canadian camp now. Sophie de Goody, the captain and the try scoring hooker, Emily Tatosi. Join us now on the WRP.
1: I'm Donna Kennedy and you're listening to the women's rugby pod.
0: Absolutely delighted to be joined by Sophie de Goody and Emily Tatosi. Uh, how are we ladies? Thank you so much for joining us. Semi final week. Can you you feel the excitement levels peaking?
3: Yeah, for sure. I think um it's been a build up for us like week on week. You get a bit closer to the goal and you get a little bit more excitement. And I actually feel I was just we were just talking before this, like a weird calmness this week of like, okay, we're kind of where we knew we could be and now it's just time for us to perform like we've put in all the hours and preparation and I feel in, like we're in a really confident place. Yeah, yeah.
4: Couldn't agree more. Uh, Emily,
0: I was just going to check, check if you're okay because you didn't score a try in the quarterfinal, So I was just going <laughs> to check that, if you're okay.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, all good here. Um, especially when we're in knockout rounds, doesn't matter whose name's on the <laughs> dotting the balls down. It wasn't mine last week, but uh <laughs> We're where we want to be and I'll take that. <laughs> we'll
0: get everyone yeah. to yeah. make up for it. You get a couple of the weekend. Look, it, it, it's it's gonna be a Titanic battle, isn't it? up front. Um, does it help or hinder the fact that you know so many of those players from, from both of you in your and your time in the uh, in the premier 15s?
4: Yeah, I think it's well it's helpful. We know the players and we know well a lot of them how they play, whether we've played with or against them. Um but I think ultimately, like, we still need to focus on what we can do um, as a pack and as a team this week.
3: Yeah, I think it goes both ways, too. Like, we've been uh, had the opportunity to play against a lot of them. And in doing so, they've been able to play against a few of us that have been in the Premier 15s. And i um, really grateful that we've had the opportunity to develop in that domestic league over there. And uh, hopefully, like, once we all come together within our respective nations, we can put up a good challenge.
0: What do you take from, from that quarterfinal victory over over your nearest and dearest? And I you know, I felt calling the game that yeah, there, there wasn't a huge amount of challenge in terms of the result with you guys. What what are you taking from that game that you got right that you need to get right against England in the semi final?
3: I think um, our game management and decision making was quite strong in that game, and you know like it's something we've been working on getting better with each game is the execution of those decisions. Um, but I thought that uh, we made the right calls a lot in terms of which direction we were going to be playing, like whether we played with a flow or, or come back blind. And I think um, our kicking game, uh, like we, it maybe was a, the U S is putting us under some pressure to start the game, but then I think we got a hold of it. And then, once we started to build a bit of a lead, I think we managed it pretty well to finish out the game. So, um, yeah, some a few things there like that we can hopefully continue to build on this weekend. Anything,
4: anything? Yeah, I think physicality definitely, especially in those slippery conditions, was increased. And our scrum also had a better day at the office than the week prior against them. So hopefully we'll take that forward into this weekend as well.
0: Yeah, England changed up. Uh, no Vicky Cobra had our bottoms come in. Um, are you surprised at that, that change from England?
3: Let my front row partner.
4: Yeah. Um, no, I was going to
0: say, yeah, Emily, that's definitely one for you. Yeah. yeah You're several no. rows back, aren't you, Sophie? You yeah. like, don't get involved in all that shenanigans.
4: Maybe surprised a bit just because uh, Vicky has been a player that they've leaned on a lot, but she's on the bench this week. So we no doubt know that she'll be a threat coming from there. And it's no shock that England have depth in those positions to be able to do it. So whether it's managing first half, second half, whole game, um, we know that we have a job to do either way.
0: Water over dark back It kind of leads me neatly on to you know, England have had a, 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 a squad. They have ro- rotated slightly. You know, one game, uh, what was it? The uh, the the South Africa game made, made quite a few changes. But if you your team are going to start every single game, um, where are the energy levels? Is that a concern? What have you been doing to to manage that?
4: I think energy levels in the camp are good. I think um, we're really mindful. Thankfully, our staff does a really good job of, well, listening and it goes both ways and them really pushing recovery on us. But I think as a playing group as well, we know that when it's time to be training and performing we're training and performing and outside of that we're finding ways to turn off our minds and our bodies
3: yeah and I think we also have like a group of girls that have been doing an excellent job like maybe not getting those opportunities and and still keeping energy levels high within our camp and like they've been the biggest support system for us and like go hard at us in training all the time and like we really feel like it's a a team of one through 32 but you know we had a lot of people in the build-up to this as well that might not even be here right now so i think while well, there's there's maybe a few of us that are getting seeing some more minutes than others i think it's it's genuinely like the energy is stemming from everyone within camp
0: um again it's almost like you you've read read the sort of topics i wanted to to talk about because <laughs> i'm just kidding just kind of god to say I mean, you do this without uh, uh, your mind would not just possibly say first choice but you, you two very, very experienced, or it's only one experienced halfback, Miller and Perry, not even in, with you. Do you feel things are, are, are totally against you? You're the, the, the only amateur side left in the, in, in the competition. Does that how much does that stoke the fire against this, you know, this white juggernaut, you know, going through their 478th win in a row? That, you may as well give the cup to them. How much is that fueling the fire? Not my words, by the way.
3: I was gonna say um yeah like it's it's hard not to have fuel the fire ready like it's a World Cup semi-final um but that definitely adds a different layer to it and um yeah I I think you can probably imagine how we feel when we hear things like that and probably don't need to put it into words but there's definitely going to be a little extra fire behind us this week and you know no one Outside of our camp, I don't know that anyone has the same belief in us that we do for this weekend. And so, you know, externally, the pressure's not on us. And uh, internally, we'll put that pressure on ourselves because we have belief and expectation in the performance that we know we can have. But, um, yeah, externally, like, all that stuff that everyone else is saying, <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's all good. Like, England has a really formidable team. And to be totally fair to them, they've performed very well over 29 games. And so it's going to be a challenge this weekend.
4: Yeah, and just to echo Sophie's point, like, I think if there is anything fueling the fire, it is like, as you mentioned, losing those um, couple key Mm -hmm. players, and it is everyone that's helped us on our journey get to this point. Um, We just get to be uh, so lucky as to be the ones that fill that shirt. But there has been a huge push um, throughout the summer. And then even throughout this campaign of everyone, whether they're on the field or not, for us to be in this game and for us to come out um, with a victory in this game. But for
0: those just, just listening on the podcast, not not on the, on the YouTube, uh, the, the the change of the look of both the, Emily and Sophie's eyes when I asked that question went from smiling dancing to real steel. I am very <laughs> glad that we're doing this over Zoom um, because I'm not sure I'd come out alive. Um, yeah, I, I, I can I can steer, I can see and feel the steel within you. Um, I, yeah, I'm utterly uh admired your your progression through the tournament and the way you've gone about it um tactically are you going to change your toilet would would that just just be silly or do, do the conditions play a part as well
3: you know i i actually think like england is privileged in that they they're the number one team and so they don't have to change their style of play like they're good enough that they can just do them and we more like a chameleon sometimes <laughs> like we change our style of play depending on who our opposition is at times if we need to play more unstructured structured kicking game set piece reliant um and so and like against England they have a strong lineup platform and mall, a strong scrum uh and a strong kicking game and so if we can um match in those areas then i think it'll allow our, more of our like unstructured play to thrive
4: yeah, I agree. I think that, and you're right. Conditions will play a part if it's sideways raining again. But last I checked, the weather is supposed to be reasonable, so hopefully, yeah, it's okay, hopefully yeah. you okay. Yeah, get moving the ball.
0: Great stuff. Uh, just, just a couple more. I'm conscious of your time, and I really appreciate you, 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 you coming on. Um, some teams have been very hard to get a hold of. Uh, I'm not mentioning any names, but uh, no, hugely, uh, yeah, you're hugely thankful for you guys coming on. Um, what I was gonna ask about was there's some, some, some key people in the, in the team and it's no you know, no surprise that I've asked you two on. But Emily, just 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 have a word about the, the, the lady t- to your right and just how important she is. Cause, Cause from the outside she she's all action, she's kicking the goals, she's driving the bus. Does she wash the shirts as well?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh no. Sophie is uh, is a great leader. It's um it's wild to have somebody as young as Sophie especially at her first World's Cup uh, taking hold of our team but she does a great job she is behind the scenes such a student of the game and such a such a quiet um, leader but her energy almost at times speaks louder than her words Um, and I think that's really powerful to have um, in a leader too is the calm collective um, yeah controlled uh, version of Sophie that we all see. And then when it is, when she is riled up, you know that it's through her actions. Um, and the rest of us are going to follow.
1: Yeah.
0: There's a Latin phrase, facta non verba, deeds, not words.
4: Oh, that is, uh, that couldn't be Sophie Moore. And when she does speak, she definitely has all of our attention. Um, she's put in a lot of work and we're very lucky to have her uh, donning the A-shirt and uh, with a captain's badge.
0: Yeah. Fascinating battle with uh 138 Kappa Sarah Hunter. Sorry to embarrass you, Sophie. Um, perhaps factored on verba, You could put that on your maple leaf.
3: So I get the uh, opportunity to talk about Emily. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, are,
0: how is the big the big maple leaf?
4: Oh, it's great! It is actually so lovely. Um, apparently, the leaves all had to get checked one by one at customs, but we caught it in, and now it is a staple in the change room and will be from here on out to the rest of the tournament.
3: Fabiola Fortez's mom spent two hours at New Zealand customs border <laughs> trying to get all those Maple Leafs through. Okay. And that's the
4: kind of commitment we're looking yeah. for behind this team.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you're going to need it. What, what, uh, what little phrase or word have you put on there, Emily?
4: Uh, my word or my phrase actually was, you got this. Sophie? Uh, breathe and trust yourself.
0: I love it. love the breeze. Uh, this is a huge Maple Leaf made out of real Maple leaf from Canada that one of your players, mums has has brought over and then you put into a, a shape of a Maple Leaf and you're putting messages and what have you. I mentioned it in commentary uh, at the weekend for the UK viewers, so hopefully they will know all about it. Look, one, one final question. How much... Uh, oh, no, sorry. Two more. How much of a ball was Halloween? You got... Uh, uh my, my dad came along to halloween so i, think, I saw.
3: <laughs> he <They> surprised me
0: <laughs> uh yeah
3: no it was funny walking around the corner and hearing ellie or seeing ellie and Paige dressed as my mother and father uh and it was good like they played the characters pretty well <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and everyone had a good time like uh, uh julia shell and sarah Spoboda did a great job of like putting it on and doing some trivia and games and yeah, we played some intense games. There were almost a few injuries.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even competitive at Halloween games, I absolutely love it. <laughs> oh,
2: <Obviously, yeah. laughs>
0: That's why you're in a World Cup semi-final, uh, uh, Emily. Just, 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 just finally, let's look at the the other semi-final. It's incredibly tight to call, isn't it? That one.
4: It is. I um, I know that obviously when New Zealand was over uh, in France. Uh, playing them last, that it didn't go their way, but I think that uh, that team has changed a lot. So as France, so as you can see, they're really formidable in the pool play. And I think that a the atmosphere at Eden Park is going to be unreal. They had a huge crowd at their opening match against Australia, and I can only imagine that growing because they're fighting for a spot in the final in their home country, which is awesome. But I think from that match, yeah, I think we expect physicality, and I think we expect just a lot of jouet france and new zealand both love moving the ball um getting those offloads in and they sometimes do risk it um but it often pays off so i think it'll be really exciting um both sides of the ball
0: absolutely ladies i i'd love to chat to you all night uh and certainly could uh utterly engaging huge huge congratulations on getting to the world cup semi final i know you want to go further and you've got another two two games as far as you're concerned to, to play i'm sure But with Lose or Draw at the weekend, you can be incredibly, incredibly proud uh, of how you conduct yourselves on and off the field. It's been a a real treasure to to sort of talk about and broadcast about. So uh, thank you so much yet again for your time and all the very, very best of luck. Uh,
4: Thank you for having us. Appreciate it.
2: I'm Sarah Hiddenate and you're listening to the Women's Rugby Report.
0: Some people are criticising a one-dimensional England side. I didn't want to go there because I, I, I just don't think it's relevant. But um, England 2001, 2002 men's team were playing rugby from a different planet. 2003, they stumbled their way through a World Cup. Nobody, you know, they almost lost to Wales in the quarterfinal. Nobody, you know. Okay, I've just remembered that, but it, it's kind of my job. But nobody remembers that because they lifted a trophy. I, I, I think there's more to come for you, and I don't know what card you're going to play. Um, I'm just hugely excited to see what, what cards you, you you do play. You got super strength. You, you play to your super strength, right?
2: Yeah,
1: absolutely. Like you look at what the black ferns are doing and they're scoring tries with their outside backs, but nobody calls them one-dimensional. Um, so I, um, so it's just it's just one of those things that I guess it's something to write about. It's a strength of us. It's not the only strength of us. We've got plenty of strength. We we play and adapt to what we need to do in the game that we have, and we're very confident with with everything else that we've got. You know, you look at our back three and how they score tries, and how they score tries against South Africa. How we score tries in Fiji in that second half. You know, um, it's not all about it's not all about more tries and forward scoring. That's for sure.
0: No, and the, the the level of control you've had throughout the entire tournament. Um, there's not one game. For one minute, um, that I have thought, and I, yeah, I've had a couple of chats with with Mids over text or whatever, Tom Middleton, uh, your coach. Yeah, and, you, know, and you, you felt very, very in control of, of, of the game, and, and therefore the results in, in every single game. And I, I, I think that will probably continue over the weekend. Um, but who knows beyond that? What about you? You spoke about New Zealand, um, their backline. It is quite astonishing what they've done in twelve months
1: yeah it is, but they're not the team they were twelve months ago. If you look at it on paper like it's it's a very different team um to to what it was when they came over to to England and then France to play in the autumn like not only that they've got have they got different players, but they've got a different staff, so it's almost like it's incomparable in, in my eyes and we always knew that giving them a year they were going to be very different to to the team that suffered those four defeats um and they've shown that in the this will this will cup in actually like how they've progressed and how they've got better um I, I don't think for for those that know don't come as any surprise you know you look at the amount of like world champions they've got in their team, the amount of Olympians they've got who've won Olympic gold, um. So so it's it 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 doesn't come as any surprise as that they've they've got better and they're performing completely differently to how they did in that that autumn.
0: I I no I I, I don't disagree. Um, and when you put, when you plug in, Portia Woodman, uh, I know Rivertree went early to the 15s, but Stacy Fleur Sarah Hirany. Um, not only culturally, but as people, you know, they're, they're absolute winners um, and the quality of their, their play is exceptional. The amount of ten is, is, is controlling brilliantly. They, they have been absolutely lethal, um, you know, I've commented on quite a few of their games and when they're allowed to do that, they, they, they are exceptionally good, but that's the point for, for me, is that they've been allowed that time and space to do that. Um, and does that you sort of just say, yep, Johnny, yep, you, you, you're kind of right there because uh, we got our super strength and stuff.
1: No, they have done, and it'll be really interesting when they go up against France this semi-final to see maybe when a team puts them under more pressure than what they've had so far, how um, how they how they play then. So that that for me, this is going to be. I think it'll be a great game, um, of rugby, especially. Like, you want semi-finals to be, to be like big games of of tournaments, and, and I've got no doubt this game will be. And it's 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 really exciting. You've got a New Zealand team that have been lethal, that have played this like brand of rugby that, like you say, when they've allowed to, is just cut through teams. Whereas France have, like got like from probably one of the best defences in 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 the um, competition out here and. When those two come up against each other, um, what the what the result is, and like, do New Zealand have different ways to 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 go to if if they're put under pressure? Like, I'm I've got no doubt France will, and can France cope with what they've got? So yeah, it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a great game. You've got two great teams like wanting that spot in in that final. So yeah, it'll be it'll be a great game.
0: Let's get into that Black Ferns camp now, then. Here's Stacy Flula. Absolutely delighted to have Stacy Flula on the pod. Friend of the pod. I think we can we can go there. On what is a very special day for us? Yesterday was a slightly more special day for you. It was your birthday. Many happy returns. How is it now you've turned 21?
2: <laughs> oh, you know, feeling as young as ever, Johnny. Been in this team for quite a while, so it's still good to to feel like I'm 21.
0: <laughs> Great stuff. Um, you've been doing a load of media. You've got some people on the ground there, you know, saying it's you know the just a real real buzz around the the tournament itself, uh, especially when you guys are throughout the park. How wicked is it to be at a home World Cup now in a semi final?
2: Oh, it's so amazing. Um, I've talked about it all week and. You know, I love the the support we've been given, the crowds, it's, I don't know, I don't know how to explain the feeling, but you know, you walk out um, before you sing the national anthem, and I always just kind of have a little little browse around and, and see how many people are there to support all rugby, and, and that's my favourite thing about it, we've, we've talked about growing the game all around the world, um, and getting our countries behind us, and, and we've had exactly that, Johnny, that feeling at Eden Park, running out, um, seeing so many poi, cool poi in the crowd, um, that was pretty special. Um, and, yeah, just to see the amount of people there that have actually been backing us, who have been behind us, and, and not just supporting the Black fans, but obviously every single country around the world. It's awesome to see the different flags um, and the different supporters out there wearing their colours and, yeah, ultimately supporting this game.
0: Yeah, well, what I love, and I've noticed it for, for quite a time uh, with the women's game, is the... It's the the plethora, the the difference of ages, Mm. genders, whatever, uh, 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 women's rugby, it just, you know, it it attracts all sorts. And it's been exactly the same there uh, in New Zealand. Um, It's great that things are getting behind it. You look like you're having a load of fun as well. Um, And obviously, sort of, we we, we talked to to Sarah Hunter quite a bit. She's a sort of co-host here on on the pod. They're smiling a lot as well. Now, I know it's in your nature and her nature. Uh, there's all these stats that they've done, isn't there? Tackles and, and clean breaks or whatever. Actually, I'd like to do a stat, of a, a smile-off between you and Sarah Hunter. Um, I think Ruby 2 would probably get to the semi-finals, but I think my finalist would be you and Sarah Hunter. Anyway, you seem to be having great, great fun. How important is that for, for you and the squad?
2: Oh, it's everything. Um, you you know, you want to be here uh, enjoying it. If, if you don't want to have fun, and. Then- and that's part of it, like we've talked about, we've been in camp now seven weeks um, since we last, um, since we played Japan right at the beginning of this campaign and it's a long time to be around a whole bunch of girls, a big management team, but we've kept it fresh. Um, we've made sure we've we've had that balance right on and off the field. We've had our fun, we've had our laughter, our games and whatnot, um, but that's that's all part of the journey and that's why I love playing rugby. It, it's the connections, the relationships you build um, on the field, off the field, um, all the memories you gain. So if we weren't here having fun, then I don't think that would be a successful campaign for us. Win or lose, I've had the time of my life the last seven weeks. Um, we obviously we're striving to to win, hopefully. Um, France first and then Probably come up against that your smiling Sarah that you're talking about, <laughs> but it's cool. It's so much fun, and like you said, Johnny, it's it's an amazing feeling for us knowing that we are inspiring these um girls, these boys, younger people, older people, and and that they know who we are. Um, that's that's been our goal is to inspire them to want to become blackburns one day, or or not even rugby players, just become better people, better humans, and and yeah, that's pretty successful for us.
0: Speaking about the fun. Off the field, that, that's that's fairly evident. If you, you follow your social media, and you know, I, I, I could talk to you all day long. We know <laughs> that. Um, how much fun is it playing in that backline? <laughs> I mean, it, it you know, it, it is a that is a serious serious bit of kit, that isn't it? Coxage, Demont, yourself, Fitzpatrick. Uh, yeah, this week. Uh, you've got uh, Ruby, a Porsche on the wings, uh, really Holmes at Full Just how much fun is it playing in that boat Oh,
2: it's so special. Um, I feel like we've got that right mix. Um, cool having my seven sisters beside me. Um, it's cool having Kenj there you know the veteran of the group and her expertise and knowledge that she brings to the game and then it's also awesome having Renee and and Lou who are playing in their first World Cup so good little mix of of different players we all bring something different to the team within our own skill set and I I think the one thing for us is it's about not trying to think of being pressured Um, oh there's pressure it's always going to be there but it's privilege pressure right um, you want to go out there and you want to go and express and, and that's one cool thing that I've, I've loved about our management team is you know, we've got our structure there for us but ultimately you want to play what you see, um, you want to have fun you want to see the space and you want to run into those holes so it, it's cool it's a special feeling and I'm grateful to be in there um, right in the mix of it, um, in, in that centre position, hopefully work well with my insides and, and set my outsides up and I'll be pretty really happy with my role
0: Yes, you've been uh, silky uh, uh, as normal. Um, you played well twice, obviously, um, a, a, and Scotland. It's fairly true to say that you know, Northern Hemisphere rugby is a little bit more forward-orientated, a little bit more structured. <laughs> How important has it been for you guys ahead of France and then you already spoken about it, uh, potentially against England uh, a week after?
2: Yeah, it's cool just to play different teams, to be honest. Um, we don't get many matches down here in the Southern Hemisphere. Um, obviously play at Australia quite a bit, um, and I think we probably play quite similar as opposed to, like you said, the Northern Hemisphere team. So, playing against Wales in Scotland. toys always a tough battle up front with forwards. Um, I love being a bat, but I love seeing the forwards go head to head in those scrums. I have no idea about, you know, what, what's going on in there, but as long as we're getting some good momentum and good go forwards and we get clean ball out the back, then I'm pretty happy and stoked with that. Um, the line I know there's so much that goes into it, obviously so much movement and, and, and in many different calls, so yeah, I take my hat off to the girls um, with the way they play, so yeah, if, if we can match that set-piece, and, and we did it at times against the Welsh and, and the Scotland girls, um, but we definitely need to show a bit more consistency there up front against French and obviously the English Red Roses um, because that we know that's their strength, and everyone knows it. Um, You can see how many tries the stats talk for itself uh, with with how they play their game. Uh, But it's cool. It's exciting. Uh, We know what we need to do. And, yeah, that's all we can, I suppose, focus
0: on. Yeah, absolutely. I'm incredibly impressed the the improvement of the scrum, for example, between the the two Welsh games. I've been calling Mm -hmm. most of your games uh, for a British broadcaster back here. And, yeah, the improvement just in in a couple of weeks. So, Utterly fascinating. I'm going to, I'm going to call that your semi final against France as well, which you know, I just can't wait for. Um, what, what are you made of, of? France, incredibly, obviously, incredibly impressive defensive. Uh, 80 minutes uh, against England. Uh, Roman Manager comes back in about the the only okay. change. Uh, what are you made of them so far?
2: Yeah, it's been cool. It's been really cool watching France um do that. Obviously that game, that first game against the English girls was uh re- real awesome to watch in terms of their physicality they did bring on defense and it was just like this blue wall that was so hard to break. Um and we've noticed that. We've we've identified that's definitely a strength of theirs. Um but we've we've got some tricks up our sleeves trying to trying to break that blue wall. Um, so long as we can kind of bring that physicality up front with them, with our forwards and our back line, I think that's going to be key. Um, and, and just probably try and stop their momentum. Um, obviously Joanne, at number 10 there, she's really awesome at steering the ship for the French. Uh, she's got a good kicking game, she's got the skill. she's got the vision, so we could try to stop that. Um, and stop their fast ones out on the edges and full-back giving the ball, then that's a win for us. Um, it's going to be so tough, and I know it's going to be a close game, but it's going to be fun. And I think it's going to be a great game of women's rugby out there and, and hopefully the world gets to watch it and tune in and, and see that we can put on a good display of footing.
0: How important is it going to be to control the tempo of the game?
2: Mm. Yeah, we we know the French love to play with that fast, you know, the fast, exciting rugby, quick taps everywhere. They love to kick, but they've got they've got it all really. So for us, it's about definitely trying to continue um, playing our game and keep that tempo with them. But also, you know, you, you they want they want set piece, um, and, and we know that because, like I said, we English to French, everyone up in that northern, northern hemisphere love these scrums and lineups. So if we can try and not let them get that. Um, If we can have the ball, first of all, and and have more possession, that's a win-win. And so long as we don't give away too many penalties, stick to what we know, I think that's definitely going to be key, because yeah, they play fast, but I think we can play faster. Watch the space.
0: I I, I don't disagree. I I don't disagree. Hence uh, hence the question. Stacey, we'll we'll leave it there. I hugely appreciate your your time. I know you're busy and and whizzing around and going for radio interview, and whatever, and, and why ever not. It's an utterly engaging person to speak to, as ever. All the very, very best against Le Bleu. Uh, and in the final, whether that be the gold or the bronze. But, yeah, most importantly, uh, enjoy it. Thank you, Johnny.
2: Always nice
0: chatting to you. Appreciate it. Let's have a, a look at France, then. Menage returns. How important is is is, is that return from um, uh, Managet uh, back after, yeah, above the head, um, return to protocol and all, all that does. Uh, Mayans goes to, to the bench. She's been chopping trees down all tournament, all career, in fact. Um, how important is Managet and her physicality coming back into that, that French side? I think that's the the only change.
1: Yeah, huge, huge for them. You know, she's, she's one of their key players. She's one of their key go to players like not only attack but defense as well you know um that she's someone that that France really lean on to to get them into a game and to to make things happen so um it doesn't surprise me that she's she's back for 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 this semi final um she'll be she'll be fundamental to to how how well france go for for me so yeah she was as long as she was fit she was always going to be straight back into that team yeah
0: France have coughed and splattered um yeah, I, I don't think we can underestimate the the, the loss of law Sansus um very early on in the tournament. Um but it would be typically France to, to to pull a rabbit out of the hat, wouldn't it? Yeah, I against should... you before.
1: Yeah, I mean like you say it, but like France are a difficult team to play, like I don't know how I don't know what you would I don't know what the upset would be. You're like you could swing it both ways. Yeah, you no, know? I agree, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the home team, like the home nation not making it to a final when it's New Zealand or should based again, based on the autumns last year when France like comprehensively beat them, would would that be the upset? But New Zealand aren't aren't the team now. So I think it's a it's a really hard one to say, like, actually put your hand on be like what what would what the upset would would be for either side losing. So I just think it's gonna be a fascinating game. I genuinely wouldn't like to call it.
0: No, I'm, not, I'm not going to push you to call it either that's, uh, that, that's just not fair Look, let's just uh remind the, the ladies and gents the semi-final of the rugby world cup 2021 playing in 2022 that's the official way you have to say it as you well know uh england against canada is half past four on saturday afternoon local time that's half past three uk time in the morning um uh, and New Zealand against France is seven thirty local time, six thirty a.m. here in the UK. Both of those games uh, live on ITB. We won't go into. We'll do the wash up of the World Cup um, post. But uh, yeah, I've not. have yeah, been far too many blue seats for me in, in various venues. Um, but I suspect Eden Park will be absolutely rocking. Uh, it's a great place to play, isn't it?
2: Yeah,
1: great. I mean, the 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 opening game of the tournament showed like the atmosphere it can create when when um, when it's full, and I, I really hope that um, the New Zealanders do do get behind it and do get here. I mean, we can only make so much support with our friends and family, but do you know what? This,
0: They're making some uh, noise.
1: They are making some noise, but over the last few weeks, we've like there's people like at the end of the game come to you and be like. I mean, we don't know them and they'd be like, We've just come out for the tournament. Like genuine Red Roses fans that have flown across. So on Sunday when we we're playing Australia, like, we know where our fan friends and family are there in one place. But you've got all these St George's flags dotting up all around the rest of the stadium and you're like, Wow, like this is this is really good. Um so hopefully they'll be they'll be there um supporting us. But yeah, I mean you want New Zealand to come out and watch rugby and get behind rugby, and I guess if New Zealand are in those games, uh, they're going to do it. But you'd like to think that they'd, they'd come out and and um, just watch watch all of them and create the atmosphere that the two semi-finals really deserve.
0: So I uh, uh, appreciate. Uh, yeah, I said the top and I'll say it again. Thank you so so much for your time uh, and a little insight there into. Into your head and uh, the World Cup, and uh, yeah, just hugely appreciate your, your time on it's such a special week. And yeah, again, huge huge congratulations to you! And what a super superstar you are! Ah, oh,
1: too kind, Johnny. Thank you very much.
0: And all the very very best for the semi final. I would say partial, obviously, but um, <laughs> uh, and we'll we we'll see you on uh, Camp one hundred and forty. Big thank you to our guests, Emily Tatosi. Sophie degree from a fierce navy hat. just through from the Black Thirsts as well Huge Sacks to Vicky to Tom many happy returns to you Tom enjoy the semi finals